The shorthanded Packers held on to beat the last unbeaten team in the NFL, plus start sick calls for Week 8 next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier to talk about Thursday night football and some start-sit decisions for Week 8. And we'll start with the Packers' 24-21 win over the Cardinals that saw both teams effectively blow a chance to put the game away in the final seconds. Not exactly the, uh, the highest-scoring game in NFL history, but... Actually, surprisingly entertaining given the injury situations on both games. So we'll start with three big questions from this one. And one, I'll start. Congratulations to those of you who, against my advice personally, lucked into Randall Cobb's three catch, 15 yards, 16.5 <laughs> PPR point game. You get to take those points with you. They count. It doesn't matter that it was one of the biggest fluke games of the seasons. Congratulations. But I think that leads into the first question. Can we really learn anything from this game? The Packers were missing their starting left tackle, their top three wide receivers on the depth chart. DeAndre Hopkins was in and out of the game for the Cardinals with that hamstring injury. Chase Edmonds left briefly with a shoulder issue. Can we really, is there anything from this game we can take away moving forward? Robert Tunyon also left with a knee injury that looks pretty serious. A lot of injuries in this one. Yeah, maybe the NFL one day learn a lot of injuries in all of these Thursday night games. So maybe they should do something about that, but I'm sure they won't. But regardless of that, I think the one thing we can learn here is the Packers can scheme around a lot of issues on their offense from a skill position standpoint, because they have AJ Dillon and they have Aaron Jones and those two guys can get yardage at will. So less so fantasy takeaways here. I would say it's more so just overall NFL picture takeaways for the Packers offense offense yeah not much you can take away moving forward from a fantasy uh, perspective but one thing i will ask the second big question is there enough room here for aj Dillon to be a consistent fantasy starter moving forward we've seen two fantasy relevant running backs in the past in green bay with jamal williams and aaron jones jamal williams was obviously more of a uh, a fringe guy to start but AJ Dillon seems more talented. Can he be a fantasy starter moving forward? Love Dillon from a talent standpoint. Love him in Dynasty. If you can somehow find a way to acquire him, I don't think any price tags too much right now, but not rest of season because I don't think the Packers are going to be in these game scripts very often where they're leaning on, you know, the run game with AJ Dillon. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he's, He's mostly been in the 30 to 40 range at running back for me this season. I think he was a little bit higher this week, like 28, 29. So only 7.8 points in PPR and non-PPR. So that was it for him. And the other question I'll ask on the other side in the backfield, hopefully Chase Edmonds is fine with that shoulder injury. He did return to the game, so it didn't seem that serious, but that has been an issue for him in the past couple of weeks as well. Chase Edmonds or James Conner rest of season? Two more touchdowns for James Conner this week in addition to 22 total yards. Yeah, I don't mind having both, but I'm going to take Connor. This is everything we envision it to be last year when everyone was saying, let's get in on that Arizona backfield because yeah. it's a Kyler Murray offense. And now it's finally coming to fruition this year. And James Connor still went super late in drafts. Yeah, I will take Chase Edmonds, but that's okay. kind of been my hobby horse all season. He did actually outscore James Connor in this game in because uh, he got the score. Yeah, and PPR, at least he did score his first touchdown of the season, right? Let's move on to some start sit calls for week eight of the fantasy football season, thankfully. Not as difficult as week seven. Hopefully you're not relying on uh, quite as many scrubby guys as last week. But we'll start with one that I think is an obvious question, but I'll ask anyway because we got a lot of questions about it in our stream earlier today. Is there any way you're sitting Calvin Ridley in week eight? No way that I'm sitting Calvin Ridley. You're, no, I'm same. Yeah, I wrote about this in the F Ask FFT mailbag earlier this week, and he's averaging like six yards per target, which is a, mm -hmm. a, an incredibly low number for him. And mostly the issue is him and Matt Ryan have failed to connect on most of their deeper targets. Calvin Ridley's had 12 targets that traveled at least 15 yards down the field. He's only caught two of them. 
And it's not like you watch it and say Calvin Ridley's not winning consistently or Matt Ryan's under throwing him consistently. It's, they haven't been on the same page a couple of times. So I, I think he'll be fine moving forward. I still think there's top five PBR wide receiver upside there. Move on to the next question. Kenny Gainwell or David Johnson? Who would you start in a PPR format? I think they're both better in PPR. I think that Kenny Gainwell has the higher floor, and I think that David Johnson actually has the higher ceiling in this game. But I would go with Gainwell in this matchup. The, the, the Lions is a good matchup for him, and I feel like he's yes. got a nice little floor from a receiving standpoint. Yeah, I don't know how much it matters, but the Lions have given up six receiving touchdowns to running backs so right. far this season. So that that's an interesting one. And then we'll go with, I think, a slightly more interesting one. T. Higgins or Devontae Smith? Who would you rather start in week eight? It's a question a lot of people are facing that I've spoken to yeah. already this week. T. Higgins or. And I'm actually advising for T. Higgins. I know it's a little bit against the grain here, but I feel like this is going to be a, a really, not that they need to get right, but it's going to be a pass early, pass often, pass mm -hmm. with no prevail type game for Joe Burrow in that offense. So I think it'll spread around 350 in the air and I think Higgins will get a big part, chunk of it yeah I mean I guess the concern would be that the Bengals facing off against the Jets may not need to throw much in the second half of the game because they're likely to blow them out but the way I always look at that kind of situation is if the Bengals do blow the Jets out and don't need that's to a lot of points lot, they're probably <laughs> going to have had some pretty good offensive success in the right. first half uh first half T Higgins is coming off a 15 target game so there's still upside there all right for more start sick questions make sure you check out the full episode of fantasy football today in your podcast feeds. For Dan Schneier, I'm Chris Towers. We'll see you tomorrow.